0: Good morning to you,
1: good morning, good morning, it's great to stay up late, good morning, good morning to you.
2: This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello everybody, Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This
3: is Bill Jackson speaking.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Caralt, CBS News, of WPTF in Raleigh.
4: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis.
2: Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adberston
5: on The Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin.
2: Now, here is Kate Kaiser. Hi-yo, well, that's good. This is Art Devine.
5: This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York.
4: <laughs>
2: the Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnum views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnin. Good afternoon, everyone. George Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gertz. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harriet Preston, WPTF, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Cass. With a nocturne we send as our best this is Bill Hope.
1: This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott of the Organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good
2: morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTL.
3: I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News.
2: This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale
5: here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction.
2: Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF.
4: Hello, I'm your friend, Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show, and this
2: is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of raw. This is Charles
6: Osgood, wishing Michael. Rayleigh and Ann Clapp, congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener
1: program. This is Donna Mason. on 680 WPTF. And
2: I'm Dick Storick in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hath Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting.
1: I'm Ann Clapp. And
2: this is a Tar Gardener saying, keep them growing.
6: Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, that's a lot of pressure. To put my voice at the end of that run of voices. Uh, this is The Weekend Gardener. My name is Jimmy Lloyd. I'm extremely honored to have been asked by Mike Raley to host this morning. He will be back for the show uh, next Saturday. I'm joined in the studio by Phil Campbell of Campbell Road Nursery and Dan Danford, director of the State Fair Flower Show. And we'll encourage you to call and uh, tell us what's going on in your garden this morning and ask a question about a, a bush or a vegetable. Um, I'm sure... Phil and Dan can come up with an answer for <laughs> you. We're at 919-860-9783. And um, just for me, I just kind of grew up in a garden, you know, um, had country grandparents who always had gardens. In fact, uh, one set of grandparents had a place at the beach. They had a garden at the beach wow. and a garden at the house. You know? so a lot was, of work. Yeah, that was a lot of dancing <laughs> back and forth, but that gave them a reason to go to the beach every weekend. Had to check on the garden. <laughs> yep. right? um, and then... Uh, My mom, actually, I grew up at my house knee-deep in uh, compost and fish emulsion. My mom was a founding member of the Raleigh Organic Gardening Club somewhere around 1969, 19 or so. I know about, you know, my dad going out on a john boat and and coming, just digging a hole next to a tomato plant and dropping a fish into it or mixing up those big, stinky buckets of, of fish emulsion, you know? Um, but on the other hand, that that's kind of made me a proponent of – there's been a couple times where there's been mention of, you know, spraying and, and something, and I hate to cringe, like, you know, visibly when somebody mentions spraying stuff. But I, that's why. It's because of, of my mom and the sure. organic gardening. Um,
1: you know, it's interesting you talk about that because also myself grew up – you know, my mom being a big-time gardener loves – and she had probably in her yard – spread all over the place, probably 30, 40 blueberry bushes. Mm -hmm. My mom would save her coffee grounds and her eggshells. And she would always have us go crush up the eggshells and then the coffee grounds and sprinkle the coffee grounds and eggshells
6: around her blueberry bushes. Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy, she'd get a lot of blueberries. Yeah, That's great. Uh, You know, just knowing what to put in a compost pile and how to do one and have it actually come out, you know, with good usable dirt yeah. compost at the bottom is um you know as i've grown up i thought it was kind of corny then but you know it, it's a skill and now, you know yeah in 1970 organic gardeners what is that right but now they have organic and regular produce right. at walmart right you know it, i mean it's 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 very pervasive now and uh so i, I actually um i give her a lot of credit for sort of being out front on that she was a
1: trendsetter
6: man yeah she yeah. and she has blueberries going in her backyard too she's probably dumping coffee grinds next to him <laughs> like her. absolutely all right uh robert from chatham county is on the line with us good morning robert what's happening hey, in your garden
3: can you hear me okay yes sir all right uh hope y'all are doing well today it's a beautiful morning and i just was calling to see if you guys could give me some insight I have a bush, and unfortunately, the name escapes me. It's a ornamental flowering bush. It's not a crape myrtle, but it kind of has blooms like that, maybe. And uh, it has some little, um, I don't know if they're mites or worms or something, but little kind of white pods on it, you know, about maybe a third the size of a grain of rice, maybe even smaller than that. They look kind of cottony, and i have done a little research online to see what might that be, but um, just didn't know exactly what that was. But it definitely uh, ate one of the plants, and, uh, you know, I don't see any bugs on it. It, You know, I don't see any little um, brown or black bugs, even microscopically, but they have this little white cottony uh, kind of growth on the bottom of the leaf there.
0: It's probably mealy bugs. And um, you, they are very easy to get rid of because you just can mix some dish detergent uh, and water and go out and spray them.
3: Uh, and what, what did you say to mix the, with the water? Dish detergent. Like, oh, just like Dawn or something like that? Yeah, huh?
0: Well, you don't want to use antibacterial. You want to use something like Joy or some of the ones that, yeah some of the ones that don't say antibacterial, and then you just mix that with water and spray them with that, and it will get rid of them.
3: Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's very time easy. Any kind of recommendation, like maybe uh, four teaspoons to a gallon of water or something
0: like that? Um, fr- that would be plenty, I believe, yes.
3: Okay. It's okay.
0: just the, it's the soapy uh, consistency that takes them out.
3: Yeah, okay. Well, that sounds great. I'll uh, try that today if it turns out not to be uh, too windy. And uh, by the way, it looks like my uh, zoysia grass uh, has uh, started to come up with a lot of green sprouts under that uh, bed of brown that's been over the winter. That's great. That's
6: great news. All right. Thank you very much, Robert. Have a great day. Yeah, that's.
3: You Thanks for the uh, insight there. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.
6: Thank you. Thanks for calling. 919-860-9783. We have a, a tiny patch of zoysia sod that we put in. Uh, there's real shady behind a little bit of a barn. The wife kind of has a, a little secret garden sitting area back there. And so, yeah, just, just noticing those first green pops coming up out of of the zoysia grass at my house, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. if I Should you try to seed zoysia grass or fertilize it or just let it come back?
0: I don't. I just let mine come back. You know? Yeah, you say you don't. You got, don't
6: fertilize a whole lot of no, anything, really.
0: I don't have time, and um, I just, I just never have.
6: So, do you do that on purpose, though? Do you pick plants that you know that once you get them established, you just don't have to mess with? Because those are the kind of plants I like.
0: Nope. I just I put out what I want to put out, and I mean I've got tons of azaleas, tons of camellias, tons of rhododendron. Um and they're out in the pine Mm -hmm. i have a pine like thicket place in the front yard and um or it's just a stand of pines and there's that's where all the rhododendron camellias and azaleas are now there's one camellia in that whole batch out there that looks yellow um so i'm not sure why but uh, everything else is dark green and and is growing great always blooms well so I'm figuring if it's not broken, i probably just better stay away from it. Pretty much
6: everything you named is an acid lover too. Yeah. kind of, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but they get that pine straw, the, you know, the the fall from the pines out there. But I mean, the, just like those uh, red buds I planted last year, I don't really have time to. I know sometimes it's very relaxing to stand and and hold a water hose and and water things. But I just don't have that amount of time. Well, it is
6: for us people who don't do it for a living.
0: Right, right, right. But um, I, I just uh, try to, to hope that when I plant something, I give it enough water when I plant it and hope that the good Lord's going to give it some more.
1: Well, and with that said, I'm a big fan of that also. Um, too often we're trying to put plants in places that they shouldn't be. And if you put the plants in the places that they're best suited for, you won't need to uh, fertilize them or do a whole bunch to them. But if you're trying to put a plant in a spot that it's not a fan of, next thing you know, you're trying to add fertilizer to it Mm because it's not doing anything Mm -hmm. and all that. It's probably the wrong plant in the wrong place.
6: And so for me, who doesn't know as much about it as y'all, I default, I guess, to native type plants that's not a bad thing well because then they're they're, i feel like they're easier for somebody like amateur like me to establish and then once they get established they're really going to do their thing yep natives
0: Um, natives should be a great way to go around here
6: um so we have a bush in our yard that we always just called smelly bush Mm-hmm. And it for for all the world, smells like it's in the same family as my um, Confederate jasmine and the magnolia, and I, it's an illy Agnes. I found out, or as Ann Clapp told me, she calls it an ill Agnes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and I, I guess that means that she, you know, because of the way they propagate, I suppose. And and you know, they can get to be big bushes and they're thorny too. But we yeah, actually they got some bad thorns on them. Yeah. So we have so we have both varieties. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, a lighter green like it's a silver on the back of the leaf and then there's one that's copper on the back of the leaf Mm -hmm. the silver one blooms earlier in the springtime and then the copper one blooms a little later in the summer and it's a little Mm -hmm. sweeter but but both of those are i mean you know i actually the first one i went and dug it up out of the woods and now Mm -hmm. we have a couple of really nice big aliagnus bushes in our yard i didn't have to do anything except dig it up out of the woods and stick it in the ground yeah that's that's the kind of Of uh, landscape I like to put in I guess. (laughs)
0: That's good. It's not a problem.
6: All right 919-860-9783 Phil Campbell, Dan Danford and I'm Jimmy Lloyd and Chip from Raleigh is on the phone. Welcome to the Weekend Gardener sir.
4: Thank you very much. Good to hear you on Jimmy.
6: Thank you very much sir.
4: (laughs) It's good to hear your voice Jim. (laughs) Morning. I know Phil recognized my voice right away. I know exactly
6: who (laughs) as soon as you said something I know exactly who this is.
4: I have a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for uh, Valentine's, I bought a Oriental lily that was uh, potted. Obviously, it's hot, hot, hot house in Canada, and the stem instructions now just now put completely back in the bulbs. It says uh, in uh, from March to August, fertilize once a week, and from September once a month. Then repot in the spring. So, should I cut off those stems that are just bare stems now?
0: Are you going to put it outside or leave it inside?
4: I probably could put it in a, in a not a direct sunlight place outside in the summer.
0: That's what I'd try. I'd I'd go ahead and uh, put it out maybe in about a couple of week, couple or three weeks. Okay. Just hold on to it. Don't water it a lot right now, because
4: do, do I cut those stems off or just bare stems?
0: I would just oh. not. Yeah, leave not it. Not right now. Just let it kind of die back.
4: Okay, it's, it's that. It's well,
0: that. I would just leave that and, and plant it, and then those stems will just decay away, and you'll be fine.
4: Okay. So, shall I repot it in the thing I put outside?
0: Um, I would put it in the ground.
4: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Yep. Try it in the ground.
4: And then wait, When it starts to get cold, they dig up and bring it in?
0: You can. Yep.
4: Okay. Yep. All right. All right. One other thing I wanted to tell you guys—I know what anybody's talking about this—we uh, were out walking the dog the other night, and a neighbor was beating something hard on the sidewalk with a stick. So we got out there, and he killed two two copperheads <gasps> on the sidewalk. And it was good uh, sidewalk. That
1: early, this early, huh? Very yeah. early.
0: I know it's early, but there's been some warm days, and that that warm sun—they like to get out there and bake themselves on a this like might sound a like at night. Well, he pro- Well, here's what happens, but the sidewalk is still warm, and so they come out when it starts to turn cool at night. Mm-hmm. I ran into one like that at my church. It was starting to turn cool. It was like dark almost. Well, it was dark because I almost stepped on it, and um, he or she had crawled out from some of the ivy and gotten like right on the sidewalk, just stretched out there warming itself. And so that's well, uh, that's something we need to look out for about that. This
4: guy, this guy says he kills one about every night.
0: Whoa! Yeah, he better be. He needs to get some Mama's Garden snake repellent
4: then. Uh, he's just walking. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> but, but these, are, these are about these are about two feet long. Good kind gracious. Of, kind of teenagers, I guess.
6: Yeah, maybe get a a pet black snake to take on those walks. <laughs> that's right. That's a, I good.
4: got big black snakes in my yard. I tell you that. Did, that's go. why
6: you don't have. That's why you don't have the copperheads yeah. in your yard, then. And i I
4: And I cleaned out all the ivy in the backyard last year.
0: Yes, you did. That's great.
4: I still, still wait for Phil to come by and look at it.
0: Uh, yeah, you're still waiting. I know. I'm going to come. <laughs> I'll get Jimmy and we'll come over there. <laughs> all, all right. right <laughs> sounds good. Hey, thanks, chill. Thanks very much for calling, you sir.
6: You. Hey, 919 right, 919-860-9783. See, yeah, I have chickens. And, of course, storing chicken feed in the in the little shed next to the coop attracts mice. And mice, of course, attract black snakes, which I love. And my wife is not particularly fond of. But, you know, um, I have managed to at least convince her of the benefits, I suppose, of, of not chopping its head off with a hoe every time she sees bye, one. Bye. <laughs> For sure. Oh, uh, uh, um, all right. 919 860 9783. Mr. Rayleigh will be back. I'm not sure if he's back for the week, but I know he'll be back for um, next Saturday. Um, Mr. Secretary Rufus um, is at a, a personal engagement today, so everything's cool with him. Mm-hmm. And you said earlier that Ann is on vacation at the B. I know those people deserve I, I listen so much, and you know, I learn something every time. These people are definitely. Uh, do some vacation for sure that's for sure i appreciate you not being on vacation today
0: (laughs) okay jimmy that is not a problem at all i'm happy to be here and help people
6: dan what do you uh what do you you think so far be with y'all dan Danforth, for for, director of the state Fur flower show Uh, you know we're friends we've talked a lot about plants and stuff before but uh what about this experience
1: this is uh definitely fun for me Uh, i've never done it before and i'm definitely enjoying this so,
6: thank, All right. you, thank you for having me, Jimmy. No, thank you for coming in here. It makes me feel a lot better. All right, we got about two and a half minutes here. Let's get to Doug in Durham and see what's happening in his garden today. You're on the weekend gardener, Doug.
3: Oh, uh, good morning. Uh, Go I like to plant camellias. I see them, you know, around my neighborhood, but, you know, I've got uh, basically clay, clay based soil in them. Concerned about their needing, uh, you know, excellent drainage? Uh,
0: well, you, one thing you can do is you can mix, when you dig your hole, you can mix some permatil. It helps mm-hmm. break the clay up. And then mix mm-hmm. some uh, soil conditioner, uh, some pine, pine fines or something like that mm-hmm. in with it. And you don't want to make it too comfortable in there because it'll like it so much it just wants to stay right there. But that the Permatil will help you more with the clay than anything.
3: But, I mean, you would go ahead and, and, uh, and choose a camellia even. Uh, I mean, you're saying uh, do some of what you said, and it should be fine?
0: I would think so. There's a lot of people that grow camellias and Sasanquas. Um, is it a sunny area or shade? it's kind of uh, mixed mixed um in my opinion um sasanquas s- are the easiest to grow and get to do well um and i know ann loves her camellias of course she's got japonica and sasanqua but um i like the um the sasanqua it blooms around christmas time and in January, when things are pretty dull looking, and um, it's e- it just seems a little easier to grow. I've got it in some clay soil.
4: Okay, would you spell that? I don't.
0: I don't even know that. It's plant. it's actually a camellia. There's a camellia japonica that blooms January, February, March, and then there's right. a camellia sasanqua
4: that oh I see okay.
0: sasanqua that blooms like yeah it blooms like probably. Uh, Mid to late November and then into December
1: and January. Believe it or not, deep should, October. Deep should
3: I yeah. dig that
4: hole? What's that? How deep should I dig the hole? Uh, you need up? to
0: dig it just maybe, um, oh, I don't know. Like, uh, I usually dig mine about five or six inches at least around the outside perimeter of it and just leave about two inches above the soil okay
4: but i mean how, how deep
0: that's what i'm saying D- dig it and so about only about an inch or something like that of the root ball sticks up you don't want to get it too deep so oh, right. dig dig the holes and then put the root ball in there and until it sticks up about an inch and all do right. not Thanks. do do not mulch it um do not mulch it deeply you don't want to bring a mulch up on the the trunk of the tree
6: okay all right all right thanks for your call good, doug we, good luck we, we got to go over here and get to the news yeah good luck um, we'll take more calls on our last half hour segment of the weekend gardener uh, 919-860-9783 if you want to ask us a quick question and we'll be back here in just a few minutes right after the news Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 680 WPTF 1039 time. I'm Jimmy Lloyd. Um, honored to have been asked by Mr. Raleigh to host the show this morning just for this one week, and he will be back next Saturday. Phil Campbell and Dan Danford in the studio with me, and 919-860-9783. Ken from Cary is on the phone. Good morning, sir. You're on the Weekend Gardener.
2: Good morning. Uh, this Ken used to be
0: Tanner. Hey Ken! Oh wow! <laughs> hey, it's good to hear from you.
2: You know, they they uh, Tom and I have a thing when people see you out off the of television. They always ask you, "Didn't you used to be?" <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and so I'm used to be Ken Tanner. How is everybody?
0: We're doing well. I recognize good,
6: the thanks. voice. I can tell you're still Ken Tanner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
2: Well, thank God, I uh, have not lost the voice, so I have used a gift that's filled with the Durham Bulls and at church and wherever, uh, wherever they want me. Right now, I'm in rehab and caring. I'm the rehab king. I'm <laughs> so, all about rehab. You want to? You want to know that the rehab? Talk to me. I think I've been in every one of them. He's got the taste. Anyway, we're we're in Perry. I have some flowers, but very little to to look at, mostly pansies. It's amazing that pansies have got the reputation they have because that's the hardiest plant we have. Tom, you remember the uh, television station. We had them planted all around for the wintertime. And they also
0: survive. Yeah, the pansies, um, you're right, Ken. Pansies are pretty tough little cookies. They'll go through the they'll go through the um really tough winter days and nights and uh and then come out in the spring just beautiful. And so will snaps. Snaps will do the same thing. So, um, yeah, it, they're the winter plants around here, a lot of people that move here from up north can't believe that we plant pansies. Um, when we do, so, uh, they're really nice to have around, those little faces on, uh, cold winter days. Are they easy to care for? Um, if you plant them in the right place and give them some sun, especially up against, if they've got a brick wall or some rock or some cement, uh, close by to keep them a little warmer at night, uh, it, they seem to do better. So, um... Yeah, they're they're not that bad. You just the pansies themselves. You need to deadhead the violas, not so much, mm-hmm. but uh, they're not bad.
2: The Cecil and Leonard story for today. Yeah. Okay. Cecil <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Leonard went hunting, and they got a big buck, and they started pulling the buck, and the antlers kept catching on every little bush and tree <laughs> in the woods. They kept pulling and finally Cecil said Leonard, if we get to the other side, it pulls a lot better. So they got where the antlers started pulling and uh, Cecil said well you're right sure does pull a lot smoother, but we're getting so far from the truck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fun
6: <laughs> uh, uh, Y'all have a nice day Sir, thank you very much <laughs> for calling in with the laughs Thank you, thank
0: you <laughs> it's,
6: uh, it's the Weekend Gardener 919-860-9783 And Daniel in Chatham County Is on the phone Good morning, sir You're on the Weekend Gardener Hi, yeah, thank you I, I planted some uh, cayenne peppers In those Jimmy
5: starter things and then the other, some other ones I put straight to a, uh, a pot with uh, some miracle grow soil. And the ones in the jiffy uh, starters are up. They're about three inches tall now. But the ones I put in the soil directly, I can't even see them. Are they, are they gone or do they just take longer? When did you plant them? Uh, about uh, two
2: weeks ago. And, and the, episode, the, the seedlings inside are... Are about three inches tall, but the seedlings that I put, you know, about uh, about an inch underground, they're they're not out
5: yet.
0: So, so you put cayenne pepper seed in the in the ground outside.
5: Yes, and some inside, just as an experiment. Okay. And I'm I'm wondering if the ones outside are, are dead or if they're
2: waiting or
0: well. Those um, pepper, any kind of peppers, but especially hot peppers, take a really long time to germinate. And um, the soil temperature now is probably still in the fifties, yeah, it's too cold, uh, low fifties, and it's way too cold. So that's why that's the difference.
1: Pe- peppers okay. do extremely well germinating in warm soil.
0: So are they going to germinate
6: later, or, or
1: have I lost? I it doubt
6: it.
0: I don't know. With all the rain <laughs> we've had and the cold. Um, i'm not sure they the pe- the seeds themselves may rot um, I, you can okay. leave them there and and just see what they do little experiment okay yeah that's what i'm trying to do yeah. but i'm wondering should i use the soil for something else because the
6: experiment failed but uh, i i guess i'll hang tight and see what happens the next week or so i think i'd watch for that
0: okay thank
5: you mm-hmm. great
6: thanks daniel Eight nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three is the number to call in. Except we we actually have a, a call on the bat phone, I believe. Uh, yes. Good morning. This is the weekend gardener. Uh, who's this? Well,
5: this is, this is the guy that got kicked off of the show named Rufus. <laughs> oh, uh, Mr. Secretary.
0: Hey, <laughs> <Hi>, l- buddy. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I want to know what what has been going
5: on there since I've been gone because. I'm in Morganton, and I've been worried about
6: the show. I have been worried about the show as well, <laughs> sir. <laughs> um, I have my, um, my friend Phil here and um, my other friend Dan, who is the State Fair uh, Flower Show director, and I know that I've had comfortable conversations with them off the radio before today, and so I was hoping that we would have comfortable conversations on the radio here today.
5: Yeah, well I hear a lot of good things about Dan. i w I'm sorry I wasn't there to, to add to the the what is the to add to the uh, magnanimous nature of this one <laughs> show called the Weekend Gardener, longest uh, running garden show in America. And I hope that has Mike called in on you guys yet? He
0: no, hasn't. We, were just we talking miss about him that. and we miss you though. We miss you terribly. I was Counting on you being here, but I know you've got really something very important to do, and we're happy for that.
5: Well, this is a very special honor for me today to be. It's called the Senator Sam J. Irvin Day in Morganton. Right. From. And of course, as some of you know, I was with him for 10 years and got the, the pleasure of being able to drive him around and be with him. And I, uh, I'm i just happy to be here and just see the, the rest of the Irvins. You know, he's got. He's got two sons. One of them is Sam J. Irvin IV, who's on the Supreme Court now. Right. He has another son named Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy, but Bob Irvin, who is a a senior Superior Court judge in uh, Charlotte. So you got to watch out for the Irvin crowd.
6: (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's right. They're all around.
6: Well, sir, I miss having. anybody, Anybody talking, Jimmy, about covering up stuff tonight? We, we've talked a little bit about that. We definitely have talked a little bit about that and uh, whether or not um, Phil agrees with whether or not I should take a chance on putting a couple of tomato bushes in early and trying to keep them alive because then if I can, I'll be ahead of the game. Um, so she's going to be interested to see how my experiment turns out. But I do always try to do that and just because. Well,
5: let, let me let me add a little bit here, Jimmy. I have tried everything in the book. In that regard, tomato tomato uh, made out of plastic. It's like a TP, right? Mm-hmm. You've probably heard of that one. I've done. I've had them with, with little bitty things as big as the end of your thumb on them, and I've never gotten one to come a week earlier because they won't do anything until you until that soil
3: warms up. Right. But
5: you figure out a way to run the electric cord out there. <laughs> <laughs> And put some wires on it, and 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 warm up that soil. I don't, I don't see you doing any good.
6: I don't know. I guess I was hoping uh, maybe I, if I cut the bottom out of a couple of plastic milk jugs and put them over the plants, that might act as a tiny little greenhouse. Ah, uh, it still doesn't warm the soil. <laughs> okay. <I'll try. laughs> I, don't, no, I, don't, I want you to
5: win. I want you to do well.
1: It warms the plant, but it doesn't warm the soil. I guess right. mostly
6: I just put, I plant a couple early and then hope it doesn't freeze. Yeah. Because then yeah. I'm a little bit ahead of the game. But, yeah, yeah. trying to fight the cold is, is not the easiest thing. Yeah,
2: what's
6: uh, your favorite tomato, Jimmy? I'm a German Johnson guy, mostly right off. Because um, I love the flavor and, you know, Grow them right, and you can use one slice for a sandwich.
5: Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Cherokee purple here.
6: Oh, right. yeah. Yep. And yep. my, We're definitely into the, the heirloom varieties over at my house and, and my mom's house. She lives next door and, you know, did a large part of teaching me how to garden. And so, um, yeah, she sprouts her tomatoes on the windowsill in between two wet paper towels.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. Not a problem. Yeah, yeah. that's
6: how she did. That's great old school kind. Well, yeah, sir, I was, I was, uh, I was um, missing having you in the studio as well. Would have been honored to have you here as I'm honored to, to be answering the phone and just be hosting the show today. But well, I, I know, I know you're God. doing something important up there. And, and uh, I, it's good to hear that you're being, and uh, you're feeling honored for being where sure. you are today. Well,
5: thank you. And you guys, you guys carry on and remember that gardeners know the best dirt.
1: That's right. That's right, Rufus. <laughs> That's
0: right.
5: You take care of yourself. And Gardeners be love right. to talk
1: dirty, don't they?
5: Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good
6: one. All right. All right. All right. Travel safe, sir. 919-860-9783. That, that was, of course, the Secretary, Rufus Emerson. I, call him, yep. I still call him Mr. Secretary. I'm just, I'm Southern. And
0: Secretary I, of Gardening I can't, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Can't,
6: can't not be, you know, have yeah. respect. Yeah. All right, let's jump right over to Butch in Raleigh. Butch, you're on the Weekend Gardener Show.
0: Yes, good morning. Um, good morning. Question I
5: think you were asked this question last week, but I wasn't tuned in. Uh, the pros and cons of getting dyed mulch. Um, I've I, I had thought dyed mulch was okay, but I think y'all might have had uh, some adverse
6: comments last week. Red, red mulches or black, black and maybe brown is, is and black sort of mulch thing? dyed black? I guess. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It sure yes. is. I know. It's, I heard somebody mention rubber mulch also, and I just I'm not sure I would do that anyplace outside except maybe outside of an office building or something. You know, I, it doesn't help. It can't help the plants. So so what about dyed mulches? Y'all, y'all for, both shaking your heads.
1: I'm not a fan of them. I mean, sure. I mean, wow, look at that red mulch in that bed, or wow, <laughs> look at that black mulch. Yeah. um But you know, it, this it, the dye lasts. I mean, what a year, maybe in yeah. it mm-hmm. And then where's that dye going?
0: Yeah, right into the ground.
1: Right. To the plants. Yeah, into right. your soil. <laughs> Um, and so I'm not sure what they use to diet, but I'm sure they're not using something natural to diet. Right.
6: Or like fertilizer. I doubt it,
1: yeah. but I don't know. I mean, I, I just, um, uh, out at the flower and garden show, um, um, daddy Pete's has always been a really big, uh, uh sponsor of the flower and garden show. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've, I've been using their hardwood mulch for years out there and it's oh. just great stuff. Holds up well. Um, looks good, uh, uh, retains moisture well. So, but yeah, I'm not a fan of the dyed mulches. But you know, some people like them. I'm just, I don't think I, 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 there's chemicals. There's got to be. Uh,
6: is there any chemicals in it? What do they dye it? It has like? to be. I mean, right? There would have to be. I would think.
1: I remember my <laughs> hand getting black from handling black mulch.
6: I mean, I kind of right. understand that. You know, the one because regular hardwood mulch it, it, almost any mulch i'm guessing by next year is just going to look a little grayish and it's not holding its 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 natural color even um and so I, I guess the only way really to to combat that is to just refresh it every year
1: yeah
6: right yeah yep but we answer your question uh yes you did thank I, you
0: very much I, butch i looked up one thing and um it was saying that they use to do the dyed mulch they use a lot of products that um should not be recycled and a lot of them i'm thinking what they're talking about with that is they're talking about lumber products okay and it's treated lumber products and if you put treated lumber products around your around your plants they're not going to do well So like at all. they're
6: grinding up old deck wood to like treated right. outdoor lumber right. oh, okay
0: yeah because there's formaldehyde sure. and uh different products in those so i I would look up, just look it up online, and and look at a couple of different opinions, and and then decide if you want to do that.
5: Okay, that's exactly what I did this week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I read about five different articles. It yes, sir. Confused me, and it confused me more than ever. There were <laughs> oh wow a couple, a couple that were very strident
2: in recommending
5: against it, and but then there were others that said that the colorant now used is it it used to be or something so anyway i'm totally confused i'll probably i think i'm gonna
0: avoid it yeah i think i would i'm not a fan of it either so okay and and it always depends on who's writing the
6: article we know
1: (laughs) right? (laughs)
0: Right.
2: well thank y'all for your help
1: oh thank you welcome thanks for calling have
6: a great day sir yeah uh, having a trusted source and being able to weed out you know just just somebody being a proponent of something, and you talked about the treated wood. Well, they put that stuff on that wood so it won't rot, which is you yeah. know, I mean, that's obviously not natural, I guess.
1: Well, when they say you know the the the, the dyed mul- the colored mulches, I mean, they some some of them do use like uh, iron oxide and oxygen to get red mulch or whatever, but. You know, you have to be careful because there's some cheaper mulches out there that are using the toxic chemicals. Right. right. You know to color the mulch. So okay. you got to be careful of that.
6: All right, Sam in Selma. What's going on in your garden this morning? You're on the Weekend Gardener.
2: Oh, that's great! Thank you for taking my call. Sure. And mm-hmm. hey, look, I've got a. I'm looking for uh, a shrub that'll grow about four to six foot tall that flowers in. Got any recommendations
6: in shade.
0: the um hold on you want them uh, not you want them us um the tea olive the fragrant tea olive as, yes osmanthus manth- yeah. manth- yeah. 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 fragrance man- man- yeah. that olive. will that will flower in, in partial to medium shade yes it will
2: okay i have one thing that'll grow in full shade
0: uh well i would say when i said that i've got one that's in Pretty much full shade. I mean, it's maples and pines and that sort of thing, and it it uh, it flowers.
1: I have an my azaleas get zero sun and they bloom every every spring.
0: Some of the larger growing azaleas, yeah.
1: Depending on where you're, but my azaleas get zero sun and bloom every year. Yeah. Beautiful. Where
0: I plan on planting them is I have
2: some Lelands growing. Mm-hmm. Not many, but a few, and I plan on there's it gets sun in the morning, but mm-hmm. not in the afternoon.
0: Yeah, they'll be Let's fine.
2: Get about a couple hours sun during the day.
0: Morning sun is the best for everything, for pretty much. Yeah.
2: So does tea olive will grow great there?
0: Yes, sir. It will.
1: Oh, and it smells you have any ideas good. Doesn't where I can obtain those? It really
0: does. Um. <laughs> well, we normally I think we have some at the nursery here, but you're down in Selma, so um, I'm not sure. Check um, your local
1: nurseries. Yeah,
0: check somewhere as close to you as you are there in in uh, Selma and maybe they've got some because they're blooming now and so people try to bring in plants when they're blooming
5: okay so that's a tea olive
0: Uh uh-huh fragrant tea olive osmanthus osmanthus fragrance okay
6: all right
2: sam i'll take into it i appreciate the information thank you Sam.
6: thanks for calling in
2: all right you have a great day you You too
6: (laughs) and that's exactly where i am i knew what a tea olive was but I didn't know what an osmanthus was until <laughs> until I started <laughs> until I started trying to put my stuff in the state fair flower show. Ooh. As a matter of fact, that's where I learned uh, uh, osmanthus. Yep. All right, uh, Dan Dan for director of the state fair flower show. We, we got just a minute and a half or so here, but I wanted to run over um, the requests for garden spaces for the fair. The actual requests for doing a competitive garden, right? Uh,
1: opens April 1st. First come, first serve. There's about 27 gardens. We have lots of gardeners that come back every year. If you're interested in doing a garden, get a hold of the State Fair. Go on the website. Or call up the State Fair office, ask for competitions, and say,
6: I want to do a garden. So, NCstatefair.org would be that website. Yeah, and that, yeah. that doesn't mean I need to get out there and start planting my garden on April 1st, does it, right? That just means the applications are open at that
1: point. The application's yep. open at that point. So yeah, you, But, you know, of course, State Fair's not until October, but we like to get those applications out early so people can have plenty of time to really work and
6: plan on their gardens. Yeah, make it okay. come together. And you get to pick your own theme.
1: Yep, kind of neat this year. It's
6: great. I like the way you've thrown the creativity back to the gardeners as opposed to just having them interpret a predetermined I'd theme. like yes. to
1: say it was all my idea, but it wasn't <laughs> all my idea.
6: <laughs> you, take the credit. You yep. might as yep. well. You're here to take the credit. Um, so, and Phil Campbell, Camel Road Nursery. I really yep. appreciate both y'all being here.
0: Thank you. We and got snaps for $5 a flat today. Come on out and get your cool seasoned veggies. It's still cool.
6: <laughs> nine to five five today. nine to five today. don't
1: forget the frost this weekend that's right and
6: 31 degrees monday morning this has been the weekend gardener on 680wptf thank you very much mr raley for allowing me to come in here today
0: thank you jimmy and thank thanks, you thanks jimmy <laughs> thanks
6: for having me